Today's topic is very interesting because we are talking about the most common Italian grammar mistakes made by Italian learners. I researched this topic extensively and I also reflected on my own experience as an Italian language teacher. I often hear these errors when I'm doing conversation lessons with my students. So if you do make these errors, then they're probably in the grammar of your speech, of the Italian that you speak. The goal of this episode is not to shame you or to say, wow, you make these errors. No, no, no. That's not what we are doing here. But rather is to raise awareness of these commonly made mistakes so that you can avoid them in the future. As always, download your free guide at italianmatters.com forward slash 11. Remember, errors are part of the learning process and it is by recognizing these mistakes that you can continue to improve. Ciao e bentornati a Italian Grammar Made Easy. I am your host, Margherita. If you find this podcast helpful, don't forget to rate and review. Now, in my view, the three core parts of language learning are grammar, vocabulary, and pronunciation. If you're missing one of these, you might struggle with using the language and getting your message across, being understood. Today, we focus on grammar. Oggi vediamo degli errori grammaticali che vengono fatti spesso nel parlato da studenti di italiano. Today we are looking at grammatical errors that are often done by Italian learners in their speech. 1. How would you translate this sentence in Italian? I have been studying Italian for one year. First, what verb would you use? And second, what preposition for, for one year would you use? For the verb, would you say io studio italiano or io ho studiato italiano? For the preposition, would you say da un anno or per un anno? The way that you should translate I have been studying Italian for one year in Italian is io studio italiano da un anno. Io studio italiano da un anno. So here we are using the present tense io studio italiano and then da un anno. But why? If you said io ho studiato italiano, it implies that you are not studying Italian anymore. You're using the past tense. It's done. So, io studio italiano means that the act of studying the language is still ongoing. If you say io ho studiato, it means you're done. See? Now, as far as the preposition to use, the most logical translation in Italian of for would be per. However, per here doesn't fit because per is used to indicate an amount of time that it is either in the past or in the future and not ongoing right now in the present. So if I say studio italiano per un anno, it wouldn't make sense because you're saying that you're studying Italian right now, studio italiano, you're using the present tense, but then you're using per, which is used again for amounts of time that belong to the past or the future. 
So instead, you should say studio italiano da un anno. And using da implies that the action of studying Italian has started in the past, but it is still ongoing, it's not finished. Now, let's look at the second common grammar mistake made by Italian learners in their speech. The verb piacere. And there is a whole podcast episode on this topic. You can find that at italianmatters.com forward slash nine. As you know, piacere in Italian means to like. There is always a lot of confusion on how to conjugate the verb piacere. Should I use piace, piacciono? First, remember that you conjugate the verb piacere based on the number of things that are liked and not on the subject in English. It's a little bit reverse. So if I say in English, I like pasta, I is the subject, pasta is a thing being liked. In Italian, it flips. The pasta becomes the subject and I become the indirect object. So, mi piace la pasta. What you need to remember here is that there are two forms of piacere that you're going to use. You use piace when you like one thing, piacciono when you like more than one thing. So, mi piace la pasta, one thing pasta. Mi piacciono i fiori, fiori is plural, so I use mi piacciono. Also remember here that when you have verbs, whether you have one verb, two verbs, you must use piace. Mi piace leggere e scrivere. I like to read and to write. Bene. Ora, numero tre. È buono versus bene. È buono bene. These two words are often confused by Italian learners. So, let's say that you want to say, this movie is good. Would you say, questo film è buono? Or would you say, questo film è bene? Which one would you pick? Buono or bene? So, here, you would need to use buono. Questo film è buono. Because buono is an adjective that refers to film. This movie is good. Bene, on the other hand, is an adverb. It's an adverb, so it modifies a verb. For example, lui canta bene. He sings well. So remember, buono functions as an adjective. So questo film è buono. This movie is good. Bene functions as an adverb. And so it goes together with verbs. Lui canta bene. He sings well. 4. The use of the prepositions in and a to indicate a place. It's very common for Italian learners to say vado a Italia. I go to Italy. No, here you need to use in. Vado in Italia. With names of countries, continents, regions and big islands, you need to use in. Instead, with names of cities and small islands, then you use a. So, if I say I'm going to Rome, Rome is a city, so I use a. Vado a Roma. Instead, if I say I'm going to Italy, Italy is a country, so I say vado in Italia. 
I'm going, I go to Italy. See? These two prepositions are often confused in very use to indicate place in Italian. Perfetto, quindi oggi abbiamo visto quattro errori comuni nella grammatica italiana. So to recap, today we have seen four common grammar mistakes made in Italian speech. First, we talk about using the present tense and the preposition da to talk about an action that started in the past and it is still ongoing. Second, we talk about the use of the verb piacere to express likes in Italian. Piace, when you like one thing. Piacciono, when it's more than one thing. Third, buono versus bene. Buono functions as an adjective, while bene functions as an adverb, and so it refers to a verb. Fourth, the use of the prepositions in and a to indicate place. Generally, in is used with names of continents, countries, regions, and big islands. A, on the other hand, is used with names of cities and small islands. Perfetto, I have action steps for you. First, download the guide at italianmatters.com forward slash 11. It's a quick one-page summary summarizing everything that we talked about today. Two, take the quiz at the same link. Just five questions auto-graded, you will get an instant score. Bene, grazie mille di essere stato o stata qui con me oggi. Ci vediamo per un'altra puntata giovedì prossimo. Ciao!